morning and welcome to Starting Right with Danny Mac. I'm going to be here every Monday to Friday to help you get a great five-minute start to your day. So grab your cup of coffee, sit back, relax, and let me help you start your day right. Sometimes it's hard to believe that Jesus' ministry only lasted three years. The Bible seems so full of teaching and of the miraculous things that he did. But it was indeed only three years. One of the things Jesus did that really caused a lot of stir in his day was the fact that he had women who followed him in ministry, and he included them in ministry. Here's just one example of that. In Luke chapter 8, verses 1 to 3, it tells us that soon afterward, Jesus began a tour of the nearby towns and villages, preaching and announcing the good news about the kingdom of God. He took his twelve disciples with him, along with some women who had been cured of evil spirits and diseases. Among them were Mary Magdalene, from whom he had cast out seven demons, Joanna, the wife of Chuzza, Herod's business manager, Susanna, and many others who were contributing from their own resources to support Jesus and his disciples. Not only were these women allowed to follow Jesus, they were contributing to his ministry. Over in Romans chapter 16, 1-4, Paul says, I commend to you our sister Phoebe, who is a deacon in the church in Centria. Welcome her in the Lord as one who is worthy of honor among God's people. Help her in whatever she needs, for she has been helpful to many and especially to me. Give my greetings to Priscilla and Aquila, my co-workers in the ministry of Christ Jesus. In fact, they once risked their lives for me, and I'm thankful to them, and so are all the Gentile churches. These are just two examples of women who were involved in the ministry of Jesus and the early church. And they were welcomed. They were commended for what they did. They were allowed to preach and speak and become deacons in the church. And for Jesus and the disciples, much of their support came from women who had the financial ability to help finance that ministry. You know, this really ticked off a lot of the religious people. In fact, there was a common prayer amongst the religious leaders in Jesus' day. It said, Dear God, I thank you that you have not made me a Gentile or a slave or a woman. There was also a teaching in Jesus' day that it was better to burn the sacred scriptures than to allow them to be taught to a woman. You know, there were rabbis who devoted their lives not to come in contact with women. They were called the bruised and bleeding rabbis. They had made a vow never to look at a woman. So if they saw something that might be a woman, they would close their eyes and not open them again until they were convinced that she was out of their line of sight. And as a result... These rabbis were always bumping into things, walls and buildings and wells, so they were called the bruised and bleeding rabbis. They had this view that women were not worth anything to God and had no place even understanding the things of God. And then along comes Jesus, who called women right alongside the men to follow him, and they were included in Christ. So were the Gentiles and the slaves. All of the outcasts were now included in Christ. And in Romans chapter 10, verse 13, Paul, in the face of the other religious leaders, declared this. He said that everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. He was saying it didn't matter if you were a slave or a prisoner or a woman or anyone else that has been overlooked or pushed down or pushed aside or not made to feel welcome. You can come to Jesus. That's the most powerful message that Christ had. Everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved because he loves us all. 
and the biggest message of God's love is found in John chapter 3 and verse 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but will have eternal life. That whoever in whoever believes has no restrictions. If you believe in him, you will become a part of God's family. That is a guarantee of God. And so much of the time, the devil wants us to feel belittled, to feel not worthy, to feel like we're outcasts. Well, let me tell you right now, you are not an outcast. You are loved by God. And he wants you to experience the fullness of that love and the strength and the peace and the joy that he has for you. So reach out to him because right now he is reaching out to you. And when the two of you get together, there is an overwhelming peace and strength that God will give you in your life. Isn't it good to know that we are all worthy of God, even when we don't feel like it? I hope you have a great day, my friends. We will talk again tomorrow. Thank you for joining us today. And I invite you to join us every Monday to Friday, right here at Starting Right with Danny Mack. 